0: Do you feel like people these days are not willing to pay for the luxury services that you want to provide? Or maybe you just feel like you're running into a wall with building your clientele. Listen, the luxury client method is more than hacks for Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and more. It's an actual strategy to book clients. We focus on practical day-to-day activities that actually make a difference in moving your business forward and get you in front of those people who are willing to pay. Because I can tell you, even in this economic climate, even throughout the past couple of years, the stylist and the luxury client method have been able to double their sales consistently month after month. Come and see what the difference is all about. DM me the word method on Instagram. It's at RenlobeOfficial Official, and I'll send you all the juicy details. I'll see you in my inbox. Today, obviously, I did a little clickbaity of a title about if you don't have this, then it might be time to close your doors. And I'm not wrong, okay? This, what we're going to talk about today, this has to be the number one foundation of your business. And if it isn't currently, and if you have no desire to make this the foundation of your business, then either you're really burnt out, which is possible, or you truly need to go and pursue something that is going to make you more excited and happier with your life, okay? No one is forcing you to be in this industry. So let's just get real about what it is really going to take to be successful and build that like top 10% business that you all want. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into it. I'm Ren Lopa. For those of you who don't know me, I'm obsessed with helping hairstylists book more clients and high-end clients, by the way, in way less time so that they can be spending more time on their personal life doing the things that they love and enjoy. And when I was thinking about what to talk about today, I was actually very inspired by Allie Webb. And if you guys don't know Allie, she is actually the founder of Dry Bar, which is like a national chain at this point, but she is a hairstylist, so she's one of us. And she discussed this topic a little bit. She had like a reel about this and I was like, that's it. That is sometimes the point that we're missing Hey Hair industry, nice to see you. So let's go ahead and jump in. So as I go through, I'm talking to y'all in the DMs, I'm in the Facebook groups, listening and observing all the time. What I have noticed is that lately, I don't know if it's just a 2022 thing, or if this has been kind of bubbling up for a few years, but I feel like stylists nowadays are getting very distracted by, you know, money, becoming Instagram famous, their own freedom, and kind of their own comfort. And it's almost gotten to this point where I feel like there's almost an us versus them stylist and client mentality. Okay. And I have talked about this before in other trainings that I've done, but there's almost this tendency to be us versus them. Our clients are trying to get things out of us that we don't want to give. Our clients are trying to cross our boundaries. All of this stuff, right? Resentment is building. Stylists are even resenting having to learn new techniques. They're resenting new trends, okay? They can't be bothered a lot of times to try to keep up with the industry. And I totally get where it comes from. I mean, I remember... I took like one day off for a whole year because I was sick. And my clients were of course texting me like, but my hair needs done today, right? Like I understand clients can be annoying, but what we need to do as business owners, if we're going to be successful is we need to be unabashedly obsessed with our clients. We have to be so passionate about understanding them, what they're looking for, what they really want, what they really value, what is keeping them up at night. This needs to drive our business. And so when we get tempted to go into I'm uncomfortable and I don't like it, (laughs) we need to switch and really begin to dive into what is going on with our clients. How can I, you know, every day I wake up And I'm like, how can I be a better mentor? How can I show up better for my clients? How can I make sure that they're supported? Um, What am I missing? Like, if only someone could tell me what I'm missing, I feel like I could do a better job. Like you need to be driven by your passion and your commitment to clients. And I've heard it all the time. And I know that this is kind of like a spicy training. So, (laughs) you know, but I've heard it all before where clients, where stylists are like, oh, I wish I could just Cut off people's heads, right? Like, I wish clients were really just like mannequin heads. I could cut off the heads, not have to worry about the client, and just do the hair. Okay, have you guys ever felt like that? Like, it happens, but you guys, we aren't just in the hair business. Like, you are not just an editorial stylist coming up with visions and doing hair in a silo. Like, we are are in the like helping women, like we help women feel beautiful and confident. And like that truly should be where you're tapped into all the time and what is driving a lot of your decisions. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what this can look like to be a little more obsessed with your clients. But I wanna take this back a little bit to another training that I did that actually did super well. I got amazing feedback about which was all about how when you can start speaking your clients' language, everything becomes easier. Meaning your clients actually hear what you have to say. Colored by Amy. I love my clients so much. I'm so sweet. Good. That's so good. So when we can speak their language, and specifically in social media, in marketing, in our advertising, instead of you like Advertising, for example, one that I used in the training was like, instead of saying who wants a balayage, right? What does your client actually want? They want beautiful, low maintenance hair, right? They want to feel good without going to the salon all the time. That's the language we need to be saying. That shows an obsession and an understanding of your clients on a deeper level than selling a look right we're not selling a look we are selling this like loving experience for our clients and part of this takes the self-awareness right part of this takes the self-awareness of like okay my business is about me but you know it starts with me but it's really about the people that i serve and show up for it's really about them and how can i make this better how can i give more So one of the ways to kind of start being obsessed with your clients, I think, is to seek out feedback that might not be good feedback, okay? So what I mean is that it's really easy, and I would do this in a simple way, like maybe three or four questions, okay? So I'm not talking about, like, I'm going to say the word survey, but I don't know what your baggage is with the word survey, so I don't want you to think of, like, this long, crazy thing, like, I'm thinking three or four questions. You can do it in a Google form, very easy, and just sending it to very intentionally some of your best clients. Now, a best client typically, in my opinion, is going to be someone who has a higher average ticket, they're loyal, they're always rebooking, they tend to buy the retail from you, right? Like they hit all the check marks of what a great client is in your business because a lot of people will give us feedback who aren't our dream client and honestly have no idea what they're talking about. And like, we don't really care about that. We wanna focus on getting the feedback from the people that matter the most. So sending out surveys, even if you don't wanna do an official survey, when somebody says, hey, I love my hair. It's freaking amazing. You're a magician. You ask them to leave you a review and then you say, hey, just i'm always trying to be better anything that could have made your visit even more special right and they might say no but just asking these questions is going to get you such good feedback so getting obsessed with your clients really wanting to know their opinions and what they want to see the other way that you can be obsessed with your clients is regularly doing market research and that's like a big word to really just say go on youtube okay and type in um how to do this with my hair or even just type in hair and see everything that comes up see what has a ton of views see what's recent and going viral this is the information and i say youtube because it's kind of like a google it's more of a free-for-all where on there there's going to be a lot of people who aren't even hairstylists who are just sharing their hair journey and people are going crazy about it right So what this is going to do is get you out of your stylist bubble, (laughs) which it's okay to be in a stylist bubble. It's our industry. We love it. Or, you know, we're obsessed with the industry, but we're going to get out of our bubble, which can sometimes be the algorithm repeating the same ideas, the same things over and over to us, right? We want to go to YouTube. We want to go to Pinterest. We want to go to these different search engines. And we want to just look for general hair information. What is the everyday woman, your dream client, what is she looking up? What is she watching? You know. And I think that this will really surprise you. Like in luxury client method, we dive into this a lot more, but I've seen videos on YouTube that are like, how to use the, the right hairbrush, you know, like you're using the wrong hairbrush. Like, That seems like a step back probably from talking about this high level, you know, topics, angles, over direction, um, placement, tones, that might seem like a step back, but this is showing a true obsession with your client because you're not doing your own showing off how smart you are, like ego thing. You're meeting your clients where they are. You're obsessed with them and what matters to them. And that is what makes these incredible brands so special. And I feel like that is what, of course, increases loyalty, right? With the best people because they see that it's more than a visit, right? They're really valued. You really care about them having a good time. Colored by Amy says, I forget to put myself as a client a lot of times. Great reminder and love the YouTube advice as well. Good. Yes, and thinking of putting yourself as a client, when is the last time you were in that position? So I love, especially when stylists are about to raise their prices, this is something I've taught for a while, If you're thinking of raising your prices to a new level, especially if it's kind of freaking you out, you're getting those butterflies in your stomach, I want you to go a couple towns away. So, you know, a little more anonymous, right? Not everybody's gonna know you. And I want you to pay that price for yourself and see how it goes. Feel that experience. What made you pick the stylist that you picked out? What was it that was that deciding factor? What butterflies did you have walking into the building and these are the things now that you can be mindful of in your content in your stories in your posts in every touch point that you have with those new clients, because you're going to remember and be obsessed with what matters to them because it is very different. What matters to them and what matters to us, right? And there's some overlap, so it's not for nothing, but we have to take a step back because the posts that your fellow stylists might love that you do. That is not always going to be the posts that are going to get you clients and that clients are going to love. So having this separation is really, really important. So I would get into that habit. And especially if you start to feel really burnt out, um, I've been in the groups, I've been listening to everybody. Like I said, if you're in this place where you're in that us versus them, that Clients are unreasonable. Clients just want to take advantage of me. If you're in that headspace and you, you know, first of all, I want you to get better at noticing it faster <laughs> so that you can take action and support yourself and getting out of that. And then what I want you to think of when you're in that space is number one. Okay. I hope I'm still here. So what I want you guys to think about when you're in that headspace is number one, this isn't actually about the clients. This is about me. I'm burnt out. I need a break. One client probably pissed you off and now you're on like a client smashing rampage, right? Like that happens to all of us. So recognizing sooner when you need that space and when you need that break so that you're not going to take it out on the other clients who, you know, don't deserve it. Right? but being obsessed with our clients is so huge. So back to Ali Webb. Allie Webb started going to hairstylists like us. She started going around to people's houses to give them blowouts for special events, for the week, all of this stuff. Like she was so obsessed with her clients. She wasn't like, oh my God, they want me to do what? You know what I mean? Like she was open to what is this need that they have? Oh my God, all of them want this. How could I serve that? How could I show up for that? And that's how Drybar was created and then franchised. So you'll be so surprised when you do start listening. This is how you're going to find almost your magic point of difference and the thing that people are going to love you the most for. And it might be super unexpected. It might be so unexpected. And I feel like it has been an awesome movement in the past year or so, where it's like having boundaries, knowing your worth, saying no, sticking to your guns. But you guys, when you have good systems in place, people can't walk on your boundaries. Like, some, I don't know, I get very confused sometimes. It's like, if you're only answering client messages at 8 a.m., noon, and 6 p.m., it doesn't matter when they message you. You know what I mean? So making sure when you're getting this angst towards the people who are growing your business with you you really look creatively at how to solve it so the number one foundation of your business needs to be an obsession with your client an obsession with serving them and getting better and better at it um the very last thing that i would recommend when it comes to being obsessed with them so we had youtube We had um, even going and getting a client experience on your own, sending a survey, asking your clients. So the last thing that I would say is to embrace and welcome trends, okay? Embrace and welcome the latest trends. We know, you and I know, these trends have all been seen before, right? Like nothing is new under the sun. But embrace these, embrace the fun new names the butterfly cut, right? (laughs) Okay, you pull all the layers forward, it's the same cut we've been doing on people with long hair forever, like what? But you guys embrace it, because when you show up with that excitement to your clients, they get excited, right? They are excited. Sharon, who's had the same hair forever and is never going to change it, now it's called a butterfly cut? She has the trendy thing again? she's going to be thrilled so just remember it's it's less about another pain in the ass thing you need to learn now and keep up with and it's more like this super fun playful way to connect with your clients and keep them excited about their own look and style because i know i know when i was behind the chair i was behind the chair for seven years and i had many clients that whole entire time and even though they kept basically the same look, you know, the little tweaks in color. That's like, okay, well you're an all over highlight, but now you know what, we'll, we'll tighten up the foils right around your face. So it looks updated. Okay. Well now we're going to do high contrast because that is going to look updated. Ooh. Okay. Now you're going to have a smudge root. So there's still a highlight client, but I'm coming to the table excited because I'm obsessed with them feeling good. And like they got, the coolest, latest, best thing that they could get. So being obsessed with our clients has to be number one. Um, And on those bad days, like I said, disconnect, give yourself permission to do airplane mode, give yourself a break and remember that it's something about you overextending and not about what your clients are doing. And I think that is going to set you up so well. So that is what I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for letting me kind of Rand and get that out. I've been holding that in forever. Um, I think it's one of the easiest things to forget in business is like <laughs> what it's actually all about, which is our clients. We love them, we want them to feel good. And I know you guys are most likely on the people pleaser side of things. So you try to put boundaries in place and you try to hold yourself back. But in the process of doing that, sometimes we get a little too rigid. So be soft, be service oriented and just go out and love on your freaking clients because it will always pay you back in so many rewards. So thank you all so much. And I will see you all fully next week.